Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confidential Chaos. I have yet to figure out how to do this introduction because it still feels awkward to me to be like, hey, welcome back to my podcast. <laughs> anyway, this week, back by popular demand, my first guest ever, now my third guest, right? Tonto underscore 32. Also known as Dude. Also known as Andrew Hatton the first. Also And the fourth. And the fourth? Yeah. Who how can you be the first and the fourth? It just depends on who you are in my life. Okay. Also known as Bubby. That's what your name is in my phone. You, you guys aren't allowed to call me that. <laughs> um I had an ex-boyfriend who always <laughs> always called you booby. <laughs> that was kind of funny, though. <laughs> He's like, oh, booby. I let him get away with that of cleverness. Because <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't actually hung out in like a week. I know. Been forever. Or no, two weeks? Like a week and a half. Where have you been? Been at guard, doing <laughs> army things. For those of you that don't know, Andrew is in the National Guard. Mm. What did you guys do? You went down to California. And we shot some guns. Yep. Pretty much cut and dry. Shot some guns, blew some stuff up. Someone asked me today how long you've been in the Guard, and I couldn't remember. Three years. So you were in the Marines for four years, and then in the Guard for three. Mm-hmm. I have That's a perfect. Excuse me. Man, you've been in the military for seven years now? Wow. A minute. Yeah. But how much longer are you in the guard? My contract is up in 2022. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that long. Okay. <laughs> you have another three years? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get out or are you going to stay? Depends how deployment goes. When do you leave for deployment? Um, like... Oops, September, me. October sometime. I keep burping. Does that mean your training's going to be different this year? Do you have to train more? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where are you deploying to? I also don't know that. Africa. We're supposed to be going to Somalia. What's What are they doing over there? Couldn't tell you. You don't know what you're doing? You're just going? Like We kind of know what we're doing, but I don't want to put anything out there in case it's incorrect oh you don't want to fuck up mm. um so i was listening to someone do this the other day and i thought it would be funny to do it with you mm. and i'm just gonna r- rapid fire questions fuck okay <clears throat> all then, right so you just have to answer let's like, do this you're quick okay yeah punt here we go. Are you ready? All right. Are you sure? Yep. You ready? Oh. Okay. Okay. Texting or talking? Texting. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. 
Why Wednesday? Because <laughs> it's the middle of the week, Monday and Tuesday's behind you. And with my job before, all I had to look for, Thursday was my Friday. So, like, mm. tomorrow's my last day. Not yeah. anymore those days. Favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? Oh, uh, Washington, D.C. Nickname your parents used to call you? You never got a nickname. No. Nope. Dad I mean, used to be really weird about nicknames. Our real mom used to call me AJ. That's right. And grandma called, me, called you AJ. Mm-hmm. That's the only people that ever called you AJ. I don't, I've never liked calling you AJ. Ooh, um, and Becky does too. Oh, that's right. Last song you downloaded on your phone. I have to look at this one. <laughs> Baby Shark <laughs> Dude. <no. laughs> um, all That Remains 6. Sounds lame. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Yeah, you love animals. Favorite holiday? Christmas. How long does it take? Christmas. How long? Christmas. Christmas? <laughs> dumb joke. <laughs> How long does it take you to get ready? Four minutes. <clears throat> Excuse you. Sorry, guys. Jesus. <laughs> if I'm in a rush, I could probably squeeze two minutes. If I'm in a rush. You can get ready in two minutes? Like, if my alarm, if I'm 15 minutes late for work, all I have to do is jump out of bed, put my clothes on, run outside, get in the car, go. Okay, if you have to get ready as fast as you need to, but you're not in a rush, how long does it take? Uh, with coffee and brushing my teeth and everything, probably like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. 10 minutes? Comfortable, yeah. Dude, it takes me 10 minutes to get out of bed. Well, coffee takes 10 minutes, so I'd say probably more around 15. Okay. Favorite? Oh, I already asked you that. Scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? We talked about driving last time. Yeah. Next. But how, what scale of 1 to 10? Mm-hmm. Seven. Six or seven. I'll give myself a six. I'd agree. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is... A bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, guys. <laughs> at, like what, at what age do you want to retire? I don't know. I don't think I'll ever want to retire. Why? Like, I always want to maintain, like, some kind of knick-knack. So, I mean, you know, from a job and actually collect retirement... Ideally, like, 60, 70, maybe earlier if I can. But I always want to, like, have some kind of little thing I do at home. Well, that's fine. That's, like, like what retirement is about, so you can do your hobby. Well, a lot of people these days just sit on their ass and watch TV all day. Um, I want to retire at 35. (laughs) What? Really? I don't, not literally, but that would be great if I could. Yeah, the sooner the better. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <laughs> what <the> shit? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know uh, animal crackers had to take the bars off the cage on the box? What? Yeah, it was like some pita thing. Fucking pita, dude. Anyways, uh, no, I mean they can eat whatever they want. I don't care. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna judge. Dawn or dusk? Ooh, I'm a night person. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? World War Two. Why? So I could fight in World War Two. Why? I don't what know, if you died? I've always been interested in World War Two. I told Dad when I was little, like, if I could go back and do anything, it'd be fighting World War Two. 
That's crazy. Those are some crazy times. Hell yeah. Uh, do you snore? <laughs> yes, so if you I'm, do. But if I'm on my side, I've been told I don't snore, but on my back, yes, I snore. Mm. I've heard you snore really loud. Favorite junk food? Probably taco smell. Taco Bell is really good. Mm-hmm. Cake or pie? Depends on the pie, but probably pie. Say a word in Spanish. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite number? 32. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? When I was younger. Why can't we tickle ourselves? Wait, what? Why can't we tickle ourselves? Well, I'm not ticklish, so I don't know. Classic. What does it mean to be happy? Mm, that one's not a quick answer. Well, what does it mean? I don't know. For me, it's family. That's true. What's the best age? <laughs> that was a quick answer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Literally one word. Family. <laughs> I thought I was going to be real in-depth with that one. <laughs> Family. You're like, I don't have the time, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll spare, I'll spare some of my time. <laughs> Family. <laughs> Just a big old speech. <laughs> Family. <laughs> What's the best age? We'll see. You're 25 now, right? What's been your favorite age? I'm changing the questions. Oh. Hmm. That's a rough one. Probably just 21. Really? Mm-hmm. Just because you're partying or what? Yeah, well, I was already partying, but then mm-hmm. 21, and I was like, ball out. Full Don't send. have to worry about getting caught. But yeah, yeah, it's fun. And, um... Plus, we lived a sheltered life, so we didn't do that in high school. Dude, I know. Well, dude, speaking of, you should tell your story about when dad found porn, or mom found porn, in your lunchbox, right? We're not throwing the teddy bear in there. I don't care. Tell the story however you want to tell it. (laughs) <laughs> so alright stop scratching your skin people have, can hear I that I have an itch <laughs> Jesus I'm surprised you remember that my, yeah so me and my dad when I was younger I went to help him work on this roof the guy's name was Joe as well believe it or not anyways we're helping him do this roof and we have to get back to the house so we can go to church these are all weird ironies going on here. How old are you at this time? I think I was 12. No, because Michael and Matt were still there. I'm like 10 or 11. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're on our way back. And on our way back, there's a couple girls walking in bikinis on the sidewalk. And I wanted to have a real bonding moment with my dad. So I said, Dad, why do girls feel the need to dressed so skimpy in their bikinis and he had some elaborate you know mind you we were raised that it was 
so immodest and indecent to be in a bikini. Girls went swimming in a bask in basketball shorts and a shirt, like fully clothed. We went swimming, like psychopaths. Mm-hmm. We thought people who wore bikinis were so indecent. Yeah. So you asked Dad why girls feel like, because that's the way we were raised. Is that that was really indecent? Yeah. So he gave some his religious explanation. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oof, yeah, you know, 10-year-old mm-hmm. kid saying, like, 75% skin, yeah. He's like boner in the front seat. <laughs> and quick rewind real quick. When I got home from school before going to the roof, like, 90% of the time I'd bring my lunchbox in and i have to clean it. So I just threw it in my room and I had just happened to have some porn in there. I was like, whatever. Just happened to yeah. have some porn in your lunchbox. Yeah, I was like, whatever, because I was trying to hide it. So I, you know, obviously I had to take it to school. Just with keep me. it on you at yeah. all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, Mom's not gonna clean my lunchbox. She never does. She always makes me do it. So I'll just, you know, leave it in my room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast back forward, and we had the bikini conversation. And I had my gutter thoughts as a religious child, and I get in the house, and my lunchbox is, wow. Ugh. My lunchbox is sitting on a counter, and immediately, it was bad. I knew exactly what had happened. For whatever reason, my stepmom goes into my room and decides to be proactive because she's probably bored. Grabs my lunch pail and right on top of all the garbage is this big old black and white picture of a naked lady. (laughs) Just spread eagle. (laughs) And my first thought was imagining my stepmom seeing that. Her eyes just, <laughs> where did he get this? <laughs> where did you get it, by the way? Michael, Matthew? Michael, Matt. And you guys told them our stash, because I told you our, our older stash. step-siblings? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So we went in there, and that, yeah, it was, a, it was another one of those long nights where I sat in a chair, and they tried to beat religion down my throat, like a dirty... What, and, and then you come like, in the house, and she was like, Andrew... We have something we need to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, guys. Anyways, so we get in the house, and I saw my lunch pail. My heart sank because my dad's behind me. I knew shit was about to go down. <laughs> and, you know, my stepmom's head pops the corner. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and she goes, Andrew, we need to talk about something. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm going there sit in the high chair. Dad does his little prance in the, into the kitchen because he wants to know what's going on, but he doesn't know what's Sit going on. Sit in the high on. chair. Oh, the chair. Yeah, the our stool, stool we used to Yeah, have. we had a tall bar stool. It wasn't like the baby high chair. We just called it the well, high chair. Well, you said high chair, so like, you <laughs> went and sat in the high chair. So he does this like fucking gorilla walk over to the kitchen. What's going on in here? And Mr. Stillman's like, you'll never guess what I found in Andrew's lunchbox today, Mr. Hatton. Oh my god, they used to always say Mr. Hatton and Mrs. Hatton. They used to bug the shit out of me. But yeah, so long story short, skip a few ins and outs. I got my ass beat and I had to give up my stash spot. Oh yeah. Unfortunate. So I don't know how, I don't know how I found that, but... You and Michael Matthew, which are our stepbrothers, stored porn magazines 
in the vent, the vent in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So they pulled the vent out and then put it in there. And I don't know how we found it, but yeah, I to- I, I think I told on you. Yeah. I don't know why I did. You. Tasha never, like, hardly ever told on me. That's not true. Tasha was such a tattletale. She was. Well, both of you guys were. Well, you were a tattletale, too. Yeah, you guys got me on the deep stuff. Yeah. I don't remember everything, but, yeah, I was a total tattletale. And so, Tasha was, too, though. I could have gotten away with that smoke bomb in the house, but you went and told Mom. Oh, no, actually, I got a little ahead of myself. It was your friend that told Mom. What smoke bomb? That firecracker that I tried to run across the house before it went off, and it went off inside the house, and I had, like, 15 fans going, pointing out the window. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I do. <laughs> you lit a firecracker off in the house? Yeah, it was one of those smoke bomb ones. That's where I got, um... And then my friend told right on you? Who told on you? The keg girl, Kimberly Keg. Oh. I think. She happened to be over for, like, someone's birthday. Mm-hmm. Probably Tasha's. Mm-hmm. She's like, what's that? Not? I was like, don't worry about it. Go back to sleep. <laughs> You're just lighting yeah. up fireworks and we're like, um, we can't <laughs> breathe. What did it mean to? <laughs> and, like, I had almost all the smoke out. And she goes, why is there so many fans? And I was sitting there spraying cologne everywhere trying to get Ew. the smell, too. Oh, yeah. And mom comes out of the room just ready to make some coffee or whatever. And she goes, did you know Andrew lit a smoke bomb in the house? Oh, you bitch. Why did you, why did you light a smoke bomb in the house? Why did you light a firework in the house in the first place? What made you think that was a good idea? <laughs> did you not think it was going to smoke or anything? You're just like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to light a firework well, inside. It was the weekend and I always woke up before everybody. <laughs> it was the weekend? <laughs> and I had smoke, these smoke bombs in my drawer of my desk and I was like, Oh, I got an idea because I always had to entertain myself because I was so high strung as a child. And I was like, I'll lock the back door, the deadbolt and the doorknob. And then I'll lock my bedroom, go in my bedroom, light the bomb. And then I'll go unlock my bedroom, run out there, unlock both locks on the back door and throw it outside before it goes off. And I didn't make it. You're so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> Why didn't you just go outside? That wasn't fun enough for me. <laughs> I'm just going to fill the whole house up with smoke. Yeah, and then they banned fireworks away from me for a while. Um, Was it you that you were making garlic bread early yeah, in the morning? And it started on fire. And it started on yeah. fire. Did you fall asleep or something? What was it? You started garlic bread and then you left it in the oven for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was only supposed to cook for like 30 minutes and I did it for an hour and mom comes out of nowhere what's that smell I'm like oh no the bread <laughs> <laughs> I thought for some reason I had mad that you did that like in the morning or something but it was in the morning you're just tra- like mm, I was garlic a- bread for breakfast can't well, I was wait to- we were having this spaghetti like um thing in my class and I was oh, supposed to bring the french right. bread mm-hmm and I was like, I don't know exactly what to make. And kind of backfired a little bit. But whatever. Oh, man. I keep yawning. Okay. Oh, just check check your Snapchats. We'll wait. I'm waiting <laughs> to hear the next thing from you. 
No, that I had. That was all the questions I was gonna ask. There's more questions. Oh, there's not anymore. Um. So, what's your dating life like right now? Tell me. What? Um, well. Andrew, Andrew's on Tinder. Dude, someone asked me the other day when I posted, when I was like, oh, questions you have for us on our, po- on our podcast. I gotta go back and find it, but. God, I have so many burps. I'm trying to get them all out. Um, someone was like, how does he avoid not being a tool bag on Tinder? And I was like, what do you mean, how does he avoid not being a tool bag? It's not like as soon as you get a Tinder, you're a tool bag. Right? Also. Yeah, I'm confused by what that means. Girls are nasty on there. Yeah, don't don't be all prissy on your fucking pedestal. You guys are just as bad as guys are. Girls are nasty on there. Trust me, I've seen your messages. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I see you all matching with my brother saying nasty shit. <laughs> uh, I don't really... I'm not really looking for anything serious. Because I'm going on deployment and I don't want to go to deployment with that. But I am kind of open to... I guess, a, weirdly, a partner until then. What does that even mean? How would I even describe that, though? Because I'm not looking for, a re- like, a committed relationship, but... God, I hate guys like you. <laughs> well, I don't want to go on deployment in a I relationship know. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only went in the Marine Corps, and my girlfriend at the time cheated on me, so I'm really trying to do that. But you're sending it on Tinder. Speaking of, was uh, you sent me a message earlier, and she asked how long the mustache phase was lasting. Was that a Tinder girl? That was a hint or a Bumble girl. Fucking Bumble. I never really used Bumble much. I don't really get on it much, but when I do, it seems to have better response than Tinder. I swear that's, like, made up. Because people say... They're like, oh, Bumble has nicer dudes, or Bumble has, like, better people. Okay, first of all, there's no, there's no, um, rule of entry or anything getting on Bumble. Anyone can download a Bumble, so how would it make it have better, nicer guys, first of all? Second of all, every time I get on Bumble, I see the same fucking guys I see on Tinder with different pictures. Or sometimes the same pictures. I think it's the platform, I don't know. Like, Why, you have to Bumble w- and Tinder can be compared to the clubs we have in town, The Edge and Bohemian. They're both shitty, mm-hmm. but <laughs> The Edge is just a little more shitty, and that's where Tinder would be. The Bohemian's a little more classy. You think the Bohemian's classy? No, no, no a little more classy than The but Edge. But they're both shit. Yeah. Yeah. Read your... Plus, I, I'm on there for boredom, anyways. Yeah. It's That's true. A little bit. Fuck around a little bit. I get so, I get so bored with Tinder though. Like I can't hand, I can't have forty-seven conversations of "Hey, how are you?" Just makes me want to. You gotta restrict yourself to like three. Three. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you? Well, or... no. If they obviously they're gonna message you, so re- 
like restrict yourself to three of those, and once those fall out, then move on to the next ones. Like only talk to three guys. Yeah. Um. At yeah. a time. I'm just not. I get on there, and then I get off there, and then I get on there, and then I get off there. But <laughs> I just get like you get on there, and these guys literally. I should read some of these tech, these conversations. It's ridiculous. This one guy, I said... Okay, let me find it. <laughs> Look at this message, first of all. Holy shit. <laughs> Was that the concert one where he shit his pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I said... Best opener ever. What's your p- worst porta potty story? I think one of my friends wrote that, actually, when I was drunk, wrote that. And he writes the longest response ever, but, like, three days later. Um, but there was another guy. I have to find it. <laughs> One guy I asked, um, I was like, be honest, how many, how many of these pictures were taken by your ex? And he was like, only one. That's quite the icebreaker. I was like, love the honesty. Can I try and guess which one? And then I tried and guessed which picture was taken by his ex. And then I said, I'm literally, and then he, and then he was like, what's up with the question? And I said, I'm honestly just bored with how are you? What's up? And how's it going? I feel allergic to it at this point. And he goes, and I said, I, my guess is that the first one was taken by your ex. And he goes, yep, that it was the first one. Then he doesn't respond, and then the next day writes, hey, how are you? And I was like, dude! <laughs> just told you, no. <laughs> I just told you not to fucking ask me that. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you? Saw, <laughs> <laughs> <Sod. laughs> Yeah, saw, dude. I should just open all my Tinder messages with saw, dude. <laughs> God. But I've been, um, where'd it go? I've been messaging you for dating advice all week. <sighs> and you've been like, you need to chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy when you're the one who's in the spotlight, though. Dude, it's so easy. And I'm so over, like, I'm so, I feel like I'm not that bad. I feel like I'm not, I'm not that needy. I'm not. Like, I'm busy. I'm fucking busy. I hate people say that. It's because we make ourselves available, even if we are busy. Do you think I, I made myself too available to that dude? Sometimes. How could I have made myself less available? Well, it didn't help. Well, it helped a little bit that he wouldn't respond for fucking days. Two days this guy didn't respond to me. Okay. And you were just doing it out of spite. If he had responded sooner, I feel like you would have responded sooner too. Well, yeah, because there's no reason to play this. There's no reason to play this game of like I'm gonna wait two fucking days to respond to someone. That's not a. That's not realistic. That's not interested. That's what I tried telling you. I know, but I no nobody waits. Two days to respond to someone when the ball's in their court mm-hmm. for no reason. It's just, I'll get back to you when I'm bored again. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I start, hang- I start hanging out with this dude. We meet on Tinder, of all places. <laughs> Which, 
let me just say my pet peeve when you tell someone you they you met them on Tinder. Like they're like, Oh, that's your first problem. I'm like, okay, well fuck off. I'm on Tinder. My brother's <laughs> on Tinder. Like, not everyone on Tinder's a piece of shit. So We're on some kind of dating platform. That's a shitty barometer. So we start <laughs> hanging out like right before Thanksgiving. We have a good date. Then we hang out a couple more times and all dates are good. The second time he hung out with me, which actually ended up being like two weeks after our first date because I don't remember why it took so long. He was out of town or something. Um, we go out, look at Christmas lights, go to dinner, have a great exchange, then come back here. He starts making out with me, tries to get in my pants, and then... I, okay, no joke. So you know that Frank Sinatra song that was banned? Or not banned, but people got sensitive about it because it uh, condoned non-consensual sex. The one that's like, I like to say no, no, no. Maybe no. just have. So we're like getting hot and heavy. And I just start singing that song. <laughs> I don't like full on singing it, but he's trying to get in my pants and I didn't want to bang him yet. And no, I no, no, and I literally no. just said I'd like to say no no no, <laughs> and he was like, okay, and it just got a little awkward. So then, I told myself, which this sounds like a prude thing to say, but that I just wasn't gonna have sex with anyone anymore unless they wanted, unless we were just further down the road. I'm just I've had my share of casual sex. Don't be fooled. I've been single a long time. I've had plenty of casual sex. Like, plenty. And so I told myself that I was just going to wait with people. And so we didn't have sex. And I kept turning him down every time we'd hang out. But he texted me every day. Like, everything seemed normal. And then all of a sudden, almost two months in, this last week... Things seemed total. Oh well, okay. First of all, it started with he was over last weekend. Okay, tell tell me what the, what this would mean for you. He was over last weekend, and he uh, we had dinner. We watched a movie. We're in bed hanging out, and then I get up to go to the bathroom. Come back. It's almost one in the morning, and. I finally was just like, are you going to stay? Are you going to go? And he's like, I'm going to go home. And I was super butthurt that he was going home at 1 a.m. Like, well, you should have been like, do you want to stay tonight? And then leave in the morning? No. Because that would have been suggesting that you want that, but you're still leaving the ball in his court. That's I think I I made that I made that clear earlier in the night that I thought he was going to stay cuz I was mm. making comments about what we would do about how I'd make him like a coffee thing in the morning and I was making comments about the morning. Maybe he thought you changed your mind and so you were suggesting that he should go now. Cuz I'm like that too. You this is what you say. You say you tell me one thing, you say oh he's not that interested and then I say I put I put the ball in you his didn't court tell and me this. I don't feel like, I don't feel like I was like, I I really don't think I made him feel like I wanted him to leave. I feel like it was pretty obvious that he could have stayed. Well, yeah, if it's one o'clock, my God. I feel like nothing should have been brought up at that point. Okay, let me rewind. We're in bed naked. 
okay, talking for like an hour. Mm-hmm. He gets up, has to go to the bathroom, puts his entire outfit back on. And I was like, my roommates are asleep. You don't need to put all your clothes back on. He's like, no big deal. Then comes back and sits down on my bed with his all his clothes still on. It's nearly one in the morning. And um, we're talking like that for a, a little longer. And at this point, I'm like, well, he got fully dressed and hasn't gotten comfortable again. It seems pretty obvious that he's, like, getting ready to go. Huh. Or they, right? No. So, at that point, I just said, I'm getting tired. He said, I'm getting tired, too. Like, I kept trying to hint that I wanted to go to sleep. Mm. And that's when I said, all right, well, I need to go to bed. Are you going to stay here or are you going to go home? And he's like, I think I'm going to go home. I have X, Y, Z to do tomorrow. Names all excuses. For me? For him. That's what I mean. Is and he And then he said, oh, is that okay? He asked me if that was okay. I was like, you do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to... You do you, boo-boo. I actually said that, and he said, gross. He's like, oh my God, gross. And I was like, I'm just kidding. And then, oops. And then, um, anyways, he leaves. Text me, whatever. That, that was like my first sign. Like that first time I felt like, what the fuck, dude? Why wouldn't you, what are you trying to avoid? Like that feel, in my mind, you're clearly trying to avoid intimacy if you don't want to stay at my house. It's one in the morning, go to bed and you can leave early in the morning. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck it. So then this week, I was texting you and I was like, bro hasn't texted me back in two days. We had already made plans to go to Mount Ashland uh, on Saturday. He f- I finally break down, text him again after two days. And he was still not, like, super chatty. He's like, oh, but we still have planned Saturday, right? I was like, yeah, definitely. Then, um, he picks me up. We meet Riley and her friend out at Mount Ashland. Have a really good time. Like, everything seems like we have, there's chemistry, whatever. Seems like a great time. Then he drops me off. Or we get back to my house. And he pulls into my driveway, and then I felt like an idiot because he pulls into my driveway and pulls behind my roommate's car, and I was like, oh, you should park to the right. And he's like, I'm actually going to go home. And I was like, oh, gotcha. Roger that. And he's like, oh, I got to chat. I got to, again, tells me why he has to go home. And I just said, all right, well, I had a good night. He's like, I had a good night, too. Gave him a hug, and it was the most awkward, like, dude, fucking... In the car hugs are the worst. Yeah. You can make them not the worst, but they are the worst. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to, like, force anything at this point. Oh, yeah, you already feel weird. Yeah, I felt awkward, and I just gave him a hug and gave me a hug, and he was like, I had a good time, NJ, and I get out, and then I was so mad as soon as I got inside. I texted him and said, I had a good time. I'm glad you came. Let's be friends. You're like, later, dead. I was just mad because I was like, why do you, we had a good time, and then you just dropped me off at my fucking doorstep. Right? Yeah. I don't even feel, I don't even feel like it would have been too much for him to at least come inside for a minute. I don't know, maybe what he had to do was an emergency. 
Not saying that's the case. I'm not saying you did anything wrong. You're irritating me. Why? Because you're like, you're. No, I think you're right. I'm just saying. This isn't what you would. This isn't what you would tell me. Regularly. You have been like, no, that's cold. It's coming across the wrong way. No, but I think you were right. Like this is what this is what annoys me about dating advice in general because all my friends want to be like oh maybe you did have an emergency no let's assess the whole situation it's pretty rude to drop a girl off at her doorstep and be fucking cold after you hung out all day like you can't even come inside it's not like it's not like this a first or second time we hung out the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't want you to have this like built up hatred towards him I don't have hatred towards him I'm frustrated I still think what he did was wrong. No, we're on the same page. I'm not retracting what I said before you in text. I just think it was cold. I'm not saying that he's, like, a bad person. I don't think he's a bad person at all. Good. I just think it's easy to misread the the signals or try and mull it over, you know. We can't go back in our minds and try and see what we could have done different if things just, if chemistry's just not working, you know. Yeah. Well, and then Riley texted me, because that's who we were out with, and she was like, I thought I thought you guys seemed like you were getting along really well. I was like, that's the thing. That's why I felt stupid when he, I felt like we had a really good night, and he didn't even want to come inside for a second. It felt so cold. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no matter lame. what he had to do that night or that morning, he couldn't even come inside for a second. We had to take care of his cat or something like that. Yeah, something. I would have said, fuck that cat. <laughs> for real if I had to take care of someone's cat I'm like it's gonna survive another 12 hours that's thing. always the that's always the line though with dating like do I sit there and be like no you should come inside you know but at that point I just felt stupid cause I I just felt stupid cause the whole drive home cause it's like a 30 minute drive home from where we were yeah I just assumed he was coming inside and then he just this like, fucking nah. cold drop off. I was like, "Fuck this!" I was so irritated. I got inside, and immediately started bitching to Serena. I was like, "Well, that felt terrible." Just drop me off. Yeah. And again, I don't. I think that he he must just be having a heart. He at the time just like chemistry changed. Whatever he changed his mind mm-hmm. or. Then I text I text him and I was like, "Thanks for a good night. Let's be friends." He texts me two hours later. I did too. I'm glad we went. Let's do that. Like, let's be friends. Yeah. And I I was texting you and I was like I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond to that because I think the door's closed. Whatever. That we're done. Yeah. And I'm texting Riley about it, and she's like, "Well, I don't think he gets it. I don't think he gets what you meant by let's be friends." So then I started second guessing. What I said, you know, that maybe he didn't get it, even though I knew he did. Yeah. So then I texted him. I was like, you've got a lot of priorities that I don't want to compete with. I just don't find myself satiated pursuing extended casual encounters. And I don't sense that you're after anything further here. And then he texted me like I sent him that last night. And then he texted me late this af- today, this afternoon mm-hmm. and just said, I had a lot of fun, but I think you're right. I'm not in a place where I want to rush into anything, and I don't think I can give you what you want. Which is probably all true. 
But then I got, then I'm mad. I'm done texting him. Like I'm done trying to sort it out because I think we we obviously want different things. Uh-huh. But I hate it when I hate hearing like in a rush because I don't feel like I'm rushing him into anything. Right. No. There's a big difference between. There's a big difference between. Like, things just suddenly regressed, you know? Yeah. Like, we've hung out before, and I spent the night at his house, and things were much different, and there was it was very more comfortable. And then all of a sudden, it was, it was, it was all of a sudden weird. You sure you didn't have yourself convinced that it wasn't weird, though? Because I've done that before. That it wasn't weird before, or yeah. it wasn't... And then, like, the more you hung around, the more you realized that things just, like, well, things were weird. We were weird the whole time. Yeah. I don't think so, because just when I think through... No, I don't think they were as weird before. Just, I think, uh, leading up to this week. It's. I don't think it started with him not spending the night, but that's when I, I all of a sudden was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And then this whole week with the not texting me back for two days... And I just think, I'm not, I guess it bothers me because it makes me feel like I'm this needy, crazy person that has all these unrealistic expectations, but I don't think I do. And that's what I, that's when I have a hard time with the dating thing because you're like, it's not unrealistic for me when you're talking to someone every day for six, seven weeks and then all of the sudden they drop off the map for two weeks. That's pretty rude. And like you said, it just means he's not interested. Mm-hmm. But when you're on the other end of that, it's so easy to, like, rationalize in your head why, I don't know. Like, oh, well, he's been busy. Okay. Seriously? No. I just think that we should <clears throat> we should hold each other to... A certain moral standard, but not so much expectations, if that makes sense. Because no. you have no idea who they are. It's kind of hard to expect certain things out of them. And, mm-hmm. and vice versa, they shouldn't expect certain things out of you. It's like getting to know each other, getting to learn each other. Mm-hmm. That's what dating's about, in my opinion. So you do While the- showing general interest. And general interest is not talking to other fucking people. Yeah, you get really sensitive about that. Yeah. I mean, that's the fad. Not the fad, but that's the thing nowadays. Like, you keep your options open. You have a plate full of different kinds of food, and it's bullshit. Yeah, but you say that, but you talk to other girls, too. Yeah, well, I'm over that. Like, I'm over the dating thing. You just explain that. Like, no one goes on one date, and then they're like, okay, I'm not talking to anyone ever again. Like, that's the hard part, right? What do you mean? Well, you say you shouldn't talk to other people, but it's hard to, like, establish that line. Because I know that I have a tendency, if I start dating someone or start seeing someone and I'm not sure where their head's at, and I'm can't fi- and i not quite sure where it's going to go, I don't see the problem in seeing other people because it's hard to know. If someone, another opportunity comes along, I don't... So, like, right now... Like, in this very example, right now, I haven't been dating anyone else other than this guy. Yeah. No, that 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 just was by 
chance that I just nothing, I haven't really been like actively dating. So now he tells me, I don't want to commit. I don't want anything. It wouldn't have been a big deal if I was seeing someone else. Mm. And honestly, as fucked up as it sounds, I would have preferred to have been seeing someone else because then I want to spend all day sulking and like frustrated that I feel like I didn't do anything wrong. But at the end of the day, that's his choice. And so I probably didn't do anything wrong. He just, you can't, you can't, there's things you can't control. When I'm actively seeking a relationship long term, then yeah, I definitely hope, I would like to think that I can hold some of that standard, that expectation, because I do. But like right now, I'm straight up, I try to be honest with them and let them know, like, hey, you know, I'm leaving. And I don't want to come into a relationship. And if they still talk to me, then okay. You and if they want to go off with someone else that they find interesting, then that's on them. And that just happened to me. <laughs> it did? Oh, that yeah. girl. Yeah. She said she found someone who thinks she wants to pursue something with. And I was like, all right, no worries. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Dude, I'd like to think that I'm cool enough to maintain these casual things, but I can't. If yeah. one or two things happens, if I try and have a casual thing with someone for weeks or months, I either feel so guilty because I feel like they're over-invested and I'm, and I'm using them or something, and I know that they want more or they would take more if I allow it to progress, or I get more invested, like I lie to myself about how invested I am, you know, and I just hold out that they're going to want something that like one day wager kind of thing like oh if i stick around and do everything he wants me to do then he'll want i want me to be his girlfriend <laughs> i think so i've had a couple girls i feel like a slut but i've had a couple girls where i've managed to maintain like that kind of relationship <clears throat> where it's like you're really good friends you have the sexual relationship you have that kind of vibe with each other but you never cross the boundaries of like one has more feelings for the other you know what i mean and you can hang out for hours on end you can share personal stuff like this one girl i've shared more personal things with her than i have any other girl and we're just friends you don't see i don't have that in me (laughs) i know and i never did either before i'm missing it it sucks (laughs) Because before her, that one girl, um, that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, her, she, that was, that was like the most I shared with any girl. And I, I really felt broken when she was like, yeah. You know, the girl lived I, upstate? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like broken when I found out that she like had no interest all along. Mm-hmm. It was more or less being used. So after that, it was like big old wall and... And that's like what girls I, get frustrated when they figure out that they're not going to break it down. That's what I feel bad about. Well, and that's where I had to find the happy medium, and that's where I tell a lot of girls like, "Hey, you know, this is me now. Like, here, here's who I am, but I don't really want to do anything with that yet." You know what I think is interesting though is you can say that straight up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you you probably even tell girls that before you even meet them. Like, if you're talking on Tinder, do you tell them that right away? Like, I don't want. A relationship or like right at now, one point yeah. okay so that doesn't that's not weird but 
for me to say on a first date, I'm not interested in fucking you or having the, a long-term casual thing, I want a committed relationship, that's weird because it sounds like I'm saying I want a committed relationship with you. What I'm saying is, is that's my goal. I'm not saying we have to jump into that today, but I am expecting somewhat of a natural progression into that. You know what I mean? And guys and girls play onto that because they know you're looking for something long term and they can keep you around. They can play your little game that's until fucked, they're fucking dude. bored. And that, you're right because I dated someone like that for fucking nine months. I did that yeah. and, and I kept telling him I wanted, I wanted more, I wanted more, I wanted more. And just give and you enough it, to hang but on. it get, it gets to the point where you want more, and if you spend too much time with that person, then all you want is more with them, mm-hmm. and only with them. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. I never thought about it that way. I yeah, I still don't know. It's a doggy dog world. I'm getting better as I get older. I'm getting better at kind of reading these signs, so to speak, like with this last guy. I th- like that my first thing, I just thought it was so strange that he didn't want to stay that night because I felt like, you know, we made dinner and we had a, you know, a romantic night, if you will. And mm-hmm. it's fucking 1 a.m., dude. Just <laughs> stay the night. Yeah. But there was clearly like a level that he was avoiding by not spending the night, like a level of intimacy that he wasn't. And I'll be the first to admit, there's a big difference between spending the night having someone at your house and spending the night at someone else's house. Because I spent the night at his house. But, like, spending the night at someone else's house? You know what it I mean? It can be weird. Yeah. And I didn't... I hated spending the night at his house. His fucking cat was all over me all night. It was really annoying. And <laughs> 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 yeah. But I can't... I've had to learn to admit to myself that sex means a lot to me. Like, once I start having regular sex with someone, I get very attached. Yeah. I can't. There have there have been a few people along the way. There was one guy that I would hook up with, like, every couple months. It was just kind of like, yo. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I haven't had any in a minute. <laughs> and he would literally come over. We would just bang. It was like a purely transactional thing. Have some some post-coffee bang. (laughs) Post-bang coffee. Yeah. But I've never been, other than that guy that I was kind of dating for that time, I've never had sex with someone regularly, like several times a week, and not gotten attached. That There's no way. Like, that's absolutely impossible for me. I would even go as far to say that there are people that I didn't like that much. Not that I didn't like that much, but just I was, like, on the fence about, you know, and there was a little bit of chemistry, but I wasn't sure, and then we started having sex, and then I was like, yeah, I'm all in on this person. And while you're getting all in, they're getting, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's how it fucking works. And Personally, I've... I've done that. Not proud of it, but I have done that. Where the more ha- the more sex you have with them, the less. Yeah, and it's like the more clingy they're getting, and you're like, and then it's the more, the more clingy they get, the more you're like, oof. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. And I've done that, and then I just straight up. There's been a couple of people I've just straight up ghosted. Mm-hmm. Nowhere I got my karma for that, folks. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
Yeah, and as I, like I said, as I get older, I get, I've had, I've done, like, different ways of handling it, but I really, I had this, like, epiphany last year when I realized when I start having regular sex with someone is when I start caring about them. So, I thought that if I don't have regular sex with someone, like, until I get an understanding of what they're looking for. And there's no, like, fail-safe way to, like, they can still leave at any time. Anyone can still leave at any time. Mm -hmm. But if I, like, this guy right now that I'm talking about, I didn't have sex with him. So I feel like I'm way better off that I didn't because if we had started having sex six, seven weeks ago and started having sex regularly, I'd be kind of upset about all of this. I mean, I spoke about it a little bit today, only because, you know, you've been talking to someone for two months, and you get excited seeing their name on your phone and all those things, but it won't be, you know, skin off my neck in a week. I won't even think about it. No. But if we had started having sex, I would have been, I probably would have cried. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up probably would have cried about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just told myself I wasn't going to have sex with anyone until... Unless I just want to straight up only have sex with someone. But I, like I said, I've never had a fuck buddy, if you will. Yeah. I have, but it's not like we're banging every week. It's like a couple times a year when it's like, dude, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying for that dick. <laughs> I'll take any dick. <laughs> or, you know, I have plenty of one night stands, whatever. People I've met at the bar. I have no shame about that. But it's, like I said, as soon as we start banging on a regular basis, I've got, like, all my feels in the fucking bucket, man. I hate it. <laughs> so i got to hold out, man. I'm going to hold out. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse <Yep>. you. <coughs> Fuck, sorry. My aunt. How do you, so how do you tell a guy that you want to... You're like, yo, I need a husband. No, I'm kidding. And I don't even want marriage. <sighs> I get all fucked up every time I'm dating. It's... And and then, then, then it makes me think I'm clearly not ready to date, right? It's like the name of the game is getting the reins first. Like being the one that's in control first. No, I'm going I'm to crack a beer. Crack. That dating 2018, 2019, fight for control. That's all it is. Yep. If you guys want my best dating advice, <laughs> you got to put them under the whip real quick. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to be the one that's under the whip. And you're like, I broke my heart. And, you know, yeah. What gets you whipped? You get whipped by fucking fucked up girls. Fuck bitches. That... You bitches get me. And I hate it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I get, it's like the people who stay aloof mm -hmm. the whole time. They give you just a little bit. And you're like, oh my god, you're so fucking interesting. Let's do this. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, I don't know. Like they tease you the whole fucking time. Mm -hmm. And then they just keep giving you a little bit and a little bit. And then they're like, yeah, I'm bored with you. Because mm -hmm. then you're out there just pouring your heart out or pouring your, you know, pouring yourself out. Mm -hmm. And once you have no more to give, they get bored of it and move on. Mm -hmm. Those ones get me too because I, I was just talking to my girlfriend at 
breakfast because I've been on the other end of this. I've been, I've been on the other end of being someone who was kind of, I think I was the aloof person, but the only time I can be aloof is when I'm not that interested. That's the only time. And you go into that knowing it. Yeah. yeah we do. And then there, and there's no and honest there, mistake. They're like, oh my God, NJ, you're amazing. You know, and if I'll say anything, which this is a hard thing for me to admit. When I got out of my last committed relationship, I wanted to be single. And I thought, like, my ego told me that I could have anyone I wanted when I wanted a relationship. I could have one when I want, when I was ready. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, <laughs> it's been over three years of just constant no's. It's, which has been a huge blow to my ego. Probably something I needed, certainly. But, and then you have these people who are like, NJ, I don't know, I don't understand why you're single. I don't understand why you're single. I'm like, oh, well, homie just last night told me that. That's their secret password as far as dudes go, hey, come fuck me. Mm -hmm. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well. I don't know. My new, like, take on things is just being, like, brutally honest. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes me feel so much better. It's like, hey, you know. I don't know. You can just be like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know if I want to tell you everything about me. Like, mm-hmm. but uh, we can go with it for now. I've only had a couple of girls like straight up say, hey, you know, I'm not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you are, so I'm really sorry. But see, like, I appreciate that. Yeah, and it sucks because like you're really digging the person, but at least they're giving you some kind of closure, and you're sitting there like straight oh, out the told gate. Them everything about me, you know? Right. I also told, promised myself I wasn't going to ghost anyone ever again, which I've been true to so far. Since yeah, I haven't. Because yeah. I've ghosted a lot of people, and it's so rude. Because it, it sucks when it happens to you. Mm-hmm. When you get ghosted, it's just like, it's the worst. Like, when just when that guy wasn't talking to me this week, for those two days, I'm like, oh. He's going to ghost me. And then you do irrational things like send him text messages. And I knew you were going to do that. You knew I was going to text him again? Yeah, because I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. You're like, don't text her. And I wait like <laughs> 0.3 minutes. I'm like, no, 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 I got to do it. I got to do it. I'm going to get a different result. I know it. Yeah. That's Dude. what I did with that girl up north. Yeah. You're like, uh, like don't text her for weeks. And I was like, the next day. <laughs> Dude, I told you. I was like. 4.30 in the morning. Good morning. <laughs> 12 on 1 a.m. Good morning. <laughs> it's that bad sometimes. Oh, it is. So bad. You just get all wrapped up in one person. And you're trying to be... And, <laughs> and I trash on it. And I totally get why people keep their options open while seeing someone. See? I totally get it. But at the same time, it's like... It's... I don't know. You gotta accept the fact that it's probably not gonna work out. But... <laughs> In the back of your mind, at least you're true to that one person for mm-hmm. whatever time being. Even if it was the first date. Like, mm-hmm. you gave them your time, your unconditional time, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 12.01 a.m. Good morning. <laughs> Dude, that's just, that's what's annoying, too, is, you know, when you're going to send that double text, 
Mm-hmm. You're always you're trying to think of something that would be like somewhat disinterested, right? You're, you sit there, write and rewrite the message yeah. twenty different times, and then you send it to someone. Oh, should I send this to that person? And then they're like, No, you should wait like at least a day or two or this much time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, All right. And you, and you all you <laughs> Six do is minutes later, you're like, What about this? Yeah. And you're like, What about this? And they're like, No, wait. I already told you my opinion. And you're like, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then you get back to work, you get distracted for a little bit, and you're like, well, what about this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. And then you're like, fuck it, I'm doing it anyways, and you said it. Dude, okay, what are things, I have I have done the most ridiculous things to avoid texting someone back. I've deleted their number. Yep. De- like, completely deleted their shit. Mm-hmm. I have... Which sucks because I have a MacBook, so I have to make sure I go and delete it off of there and then delete it out of my search history because you could still search oh, yeah. their name and so it's still in there. Mm-hmm. So I've deleted their number. And then um, if, I, if I'm if i not ready to go that far, I will want to, like, my because te- you want to be busy, right? So I'll, one of my go-tos is I go to a movie and turn my phone off. By myself, I'll go to the fucking cinema I'll be like, that'll kill two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's the worst? Is when you turn your phone back on and they still didn't text you back. And then you're just like, fuck. I just paid $13 for a movie I didn't want to see <laughs> just so I don't have to. <laughs> so my thing in the summer with that girl up north is I used to ride my dirt bike up in Butte Falls. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any service in Butte Falls. Oh, well, yeah. I started to figure out once I get high enough in the mountain, I start to get really good service. And I didn't notice that the first couple of times I rode because I had my phone in my pocket and I'd just skip songs on the headphones. Right. And, you and I'd ride for hours and just like, and come back down the mountain, put gas in it, and ride back up. I'd just be riding for hours. And then one day I was like, oh, I'll just check my phone. Fucking full bars. And she had texted me while I was riding. I was like, ooh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And so it never worked after that. I'd go riding and just be like, oh, I gotta see if she missed me. Yeah. So yeah, the only things that really work from distracting me, and that that's really what you have to do, is you have to get busy. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to the movies. The gym is, I, I'm good at the gym. If I'm at the gym, then I, I don't touch my phone too much, and I'm good at the gym. Sometimes when I'm at work, it depends on the day, but sometimes when I'm at work, the worst is at night when you like should be sleeping. You're getting up every eight minutes checking your fucking phone. I'll stay up for days talking to someone. Texting them? Oh yeah. 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 I haven't done that in a long time. But I have in the past. Yeah, it's And I need all my friends to hang out with me. And I'm just like, dude. I know, and they're <laughs> never there at those times. You want to hang out? Oh, I'm busy. Okay, I got like 15 other friends. You want to hang out? You want to hang out? You want to hang out? You're like, bro. And then you're like, dad, do you want to hang out? (laughs) (laughs) Going in up the mailman. Like, dude, can I help? (laughs) Sit in the back and I'll hand you mail. Like, I swear to God, if I text this girl again, I'll just go die inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate that. I hate trying to not text someone. Hey, boss, can I come in and work for free? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, and see, that's why I don't like establishing things where you text all the time. Because I don't want to text all the time because then I expect you texting all the time. So that's when you start getting anxiety when it's been a fucking hour and they haven't texted you back. I don't really start getting worried until it's been like a day. And I'm like, what the Mm. fuck, dude? Yeah. 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 
Okay. People, oh my God, you're really good at giving me advice only because it's like a constant loop of either me telling you to not text someone back and telling you they're psycho or you telling me that. And um, neither of us listening to each other. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, fucking married people or people in relationships act like it's a breeze. They're like, you just need to be patient. And I'm like, When dude. you know, you know. I'm like, you got someone to cuddle with and fucking bang every night. Don't give me that shit, okay? It's not that easy to just not worry about. Well, and when you're in a when you're going steady with someone, you don't worry about when they're texting you back. You know that they're going to be home. You know it's just different. They yeah. don't get they forget what it was like in the day waiting for a fucking text message. <laughs> yeah. Fact. And as long as I I think that's why I'm that's why I try and stay busy. As busy as I am. It's only in the downtime that I get weak. Mm-hmm. Or if I can't sleep or something. Like last night, not that I'm too mad. I think I'm glad that I texted him and said, you know, we should be friends. But I should have just gone to bed. Yeah, it was a little like, I feel like the message came across a little spiteful. But I mean, you definitely said the, the right thing. But you were a little, I feel like you could have been a little less blunt about it. Really? Why? I'm just like... I don't know. I always worry about people's feelings, so... Dude, I am worried about his feelings at all. That's just me. Well, I mean, I'm not... I don't mean I'm not worried about his feelings as in as in my... Jesus Christ. As it... (gasps) As if I'm a total bitch. I just mean I know he can handle himself. Like, he's not losing sleep. Oh, yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. And that's the other thing that sucks in relationships... Is when you're losing sleep and you know that they aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Think about me. (laughs) I I I've gotten a lot better, but remember posting like Snapchat stories and shit just to be just to spite them. Like, and they look at it and they don't even get a hold of you. You're like you. Oh, you're like, how dare that not stab you in the heart? I know, and then you look at their Snapchats when they don't respond to you, um, and you're like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> or, um, I have a hard time keeping track of people that watch my story, but sometimes I would notice, I, I I'll notice when someone watches my story if I'm dating someone, and then they didn't respond to my text, and I'm like, suck a fart, dude! How dare you have the audacity to watch my story? And not write me back. And so, you, um, I always have to resist the urge to do, like, subliminal things. You know what I mean? So like, was this by accident? <laughs> right. Dude, when I was with this guy a couple years ago and we broke up, on my Snap story, I used to post songs that were from, like, when we were together. That I knew he would know what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. But there were just songs on my snap story and we weren't talking and he'd watch it and I'd be like, I hope that stabbed you in the heart, motherfucker. <laughs> when he probably was just like, oh. He's probably jamming to it on his fucking truck. Just <laughs> He's like, oh shit, I forgot about that song. <laughs> this thing beats, it's a, man. It's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn it up. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so the other day I was talking to someone about... <laughs> the first time they had sex. <laughs> and he goes, 
the first time I saw a vagina, I was like, damn, it's really long. (laughs) (laughs) What what did you think the first time you saw, like, a real-life vagina? Like, in sex. Um, so the first time I had sex. How old were you? 17. Okay. And I didn't, like, see the vagina. I because we're... What do you mean? You're just like, I guess we're just gonna poke it in there. So I had this... Well, I had this raging boner, and she still had her panties on. We were making out, and I just slid the panties over and went right in. Didn't even look. I just went right in. Yep. You didn't even know what a vagina looked like, and you just yep. shoved your parts in there? <laughs> yep. Oh. I was like, here I come. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I'm 17 years old, and your right hand's your best friend. You're a three-pump chump. And, were, yeah, was, was she a virgin? No. No, oh. no, no. No, she <laughs> no. was... She was like 25 or 26. Oh, I know who this is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate her. Do you talk to her? You might be thinking of someone else, but no, I don't. Um, did, were you three-pump Trump the first time? No, I wasn't too bad. I mean, I thought you were about to say time. two. No, I was two-pump. <laughs> it was like five minutes. <laughs> I was... Dude, first time girls have sex, it just sucks. But, I think, um, there's, I don't know, dicks are different. They're not, like, as crazy as the vaginas are. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a dick. Like, that's... That's this vessel that got hard on your body. Gross! <laughs> Although... And I want it inside of me now. The first guy I had, a like, a regular relationship with regular sex with all the time he was excuse me he was ridiculously big and it hurt all the time it was never fun it was never fun and i just thought i was like sex just that's just how life is like it's just gonna suck for the rest of my life it's gonna (laughs) suck and then (laughs) i'm not kidding i'm dead serious the next guy i had sex with I have no idea etiquette or, like, an understanding of guys' egos or, the, you know, their relationship with how big their dicks are or anything like that. This guy was a stark contrast to the guy I had been with before. And I asked him, are you hard? Because <laughs> he was so much smaller that I didn't think he was, I was like, oh, he's not. I thought all dicks were just, like, that big. (laughs) And I was like, yo, you hard? And he was like, what the fuck? I'll just play with you. (laughs) Just kidding. I was like, This is gonna be cake. (laughs) Stick it in me already. (laughs) I was like, I'm just being cute. (laughs) (laughs) Shove it up there, pony boy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor guy. I feel bad now, but... I didn't know. Like, what are some stupid things you did that you had no idea? Hmm. I also, I thought, okay, so we grew up super religious. And the first time I even heard the word oral sex was, or just oral, in reference to sex, was at the youth conference down in Lancaster. Hmm. And I remember I was sitting next to Tasha and they were talking about how even oral is bad and that's losing your virginity if you have oral sex. 
I thought oral sex was talking. <laughs> was like calling someone up and like talking about sex. <laughs> I didn't know oral sex was what it was until I was like 19. <laughs> I didn't know. And I thought that a bow job when I that just meant a girl was like licking licking it like a <laughs> Oh, and my boyfriend told me to like put the whole thing in my mouth, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> "Whoa!" I was like, "I'm gonna bite it off." <laughs> this is a hot dog. Does this regrow, or how's this work? <laughs> I literally thought I was like, "I'm gonna like bite it with my teeth on accident." <laughs> when I was really little, before I knew all the body parts, I thought men and women could like procreate, like. Men with men. It didn't matter. Like, whoever you fuck, they could generate babies. Ew, really? Yeah. I didn't, cause, I mean, I didn't know there was difference between buttholes and vaginas. <laughs> All I knew is I had this little thing hanging off in between <laughs> my legs, and that was used for it. Mm-hmm. So mm. you thought, you thought... This was, like, when I was six and seven years old. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, dudes freaking have babies, too. Oh, speaking of... Okay. Mom and Dad did not have a sex talk with me. Did you have a sex talk? No. With who, Dad? Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so growing up, our thing was to get like human being, like a smoothie from human being at Dutch Bros. Oh yeah. And this one time, he was like super quiet in the car. I was like. I feel like I'm in trouble, but I usually would have got my ass beat by now, so something's up right now. Mm-hmm. Then we go to human being, and I was like, all right, taking a step in the right direction. Yeah, so, if we're going to human being, I'm definitely not in trouble. <laughs> yeah. He goes, what do you want? And I was like, I'm really not in trouble. Give me a smoothie, Dad. <laughs> so he gets me a smoothie, and then we pull in this parking lot, this radio station parking lot. And by this time... I had a pretty good idea on how babies were made. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I need to talk to you. It's something pretty important. Do you remember how old you are? I was, you guys are still at home, so I think I was 13. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's up, Dad? He goes, do you know how you were born? It's like, well, yeah, you and Mom had sex. You said sex? Yeah. How did you know about it? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> oh, that's right. Our older step-siblings. Yeah. And he goes, well, yeah, you're not wrong, but do you know what involved in sex? What's involved in sex to actually have a child? And I was like, well, you know, a guy has a wiener and the girl has the vagina and you know, the guy kind of just puts it in there. And babies come out nine months later. And then he's like, oh, yeah. But then you have the sperm and you have the eggs and they have to take. and They have stuff. to take? Well, I don't know oh if those are exact God. words. I'm just kind of like trying uh-huh. to sum it up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. They never had the sex talk with me. But... Jennifer, our stepsister sister, had the the sex talk with me, and I thought that they just put it in and just leave it in, like dogs. 
I don't know. Does the dogs do that? The dogs just <laughs> well, they get like stuck. Oh, <laughs> that's so right. Funny story. <laughs> when Wait, I was hold on. on. So when I was on Pendleton, I was at my buddy's house. They had two beagles, and they were like, Andrew, we want to go to a dinner. Can you watch the dogs? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, no big deal. And they're like, she goes, whatever you do, don't let them fuck, okay? <laughs> we don't need to be having babies around here. And I was like, all right, no big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck mm-hmm. you know and they would like try and help each other kind of smack them off it would only happen like once every couple hours and they were like really getting at it i think they were like a little anxious that their parents left or whatever so they were really trying to fuck and i have to i was like i have to go pee so i went and pee and no shit when i came back down they were stuck with each other and <gasps> i didn't realize that you couldn't pull them apart so i'm sitting there trying to pull the male dog Uh-oh. by his hind legs off and he's like Meow! I'm oh, like, come no. on, pull your wiener out because he can't be having babies right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah, I felt really bad. I'm sitting, and then I looked it up, and they're like, yeah, you're not pulling them apart. Just let it happen. <laughs> oh, like once they <laughs> And go. I had, like, a cup of warm water. I was pouring warm water on his wiener trying to, like, for whatever reason. Just I thought that would to, work. Yeah, yeah, just trying to get them apart. And then they come home, like, how's everything? And I was like, well. Yeah, the dog's fucked. <laughs> the dog's fucked. <laughs> and they're like, the one fucking thing gone for three hours. And I was like, dude, I went to pee and I came back out and they were latched to each other. <laughs> His wiener was like in there and it mm-hmm. was not coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I found out. That was my first experience with dogs having sex. I didn't, for whatever reason, I didn't realize, I didn't know that... <laughs> I didn't know that it was like multiple pumps. I thought it was just like one power thrust. And it was just one like one little pump. One. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like one thrust. And then <laughs> that was it. I am the Highlander. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was multiple long, <laughs> long pumps. So I used to use. P.S. Real quick. Jennifer told me that if you have sex with more than, if you go off one hand, I remember she said this, I was like 14, she said if you go off one hand, one hand, you're a slut. And I remember that fucking lived with me forever. Remember the sixth guy I had sex with and I was like, I'm a slut now. I'm a slut. <laughs> what were you saying? Anyways. Uh... Oh, I figured out how to masturbate before I could get a hard on. Ew, what? Yeah, so I... How the fuck? I don't know why I'm telling podcasts this, but yeah. I used to figure out if I stretched my wiener tight and I rubbed up against something long enough, it would feel really good. <laughs> You're just stretching your oh, wiener out? Oh, well, I wouldn't pull it to where it hurt, but I'll like pull it tight, you know? And then pull it snug. And I would just, you know, hump something until I was like, ooh, yeah, that's the spot. <laughs> and then I'd go to sleep or whatever. How old are you? I don't know. I think I was like seven or something like You're that. You're jerking off when you are seven? You couldn't even get yeah, a Yeah, I boner? couldn't even get a heart on. And I was jerking <laughs> off. Swear to God. Oh, my God. Fuck you guys who don't believe me. This happened. So one night, after I started to get, kind of started to get boners, I still wasn't ejaculating yet. And I was... I had this teddy bear I used to rub up against. <laughs> oh my god. 
when you're a kid and you're sheltered, you use anything. You don't know. You're like, I'm fucking humping this teddy bear, and it's Angelina Jolie, and she's <laughs> just a little bit furry. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I got my furry Jolie. That's my girl. <laughs> my Jolie bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and it was right before church too so i was trying to pump one out real quick you know <laughs> you're fucking six <laughs> i was like eight or nine at this oh point my God. years of beating off without a boner and finally i started to get them and then that was the first time i experienced semen was right before we had to get to church and i was sitting there fucking rubbing one out and this stuff comes out of my wiener, and I'm, like, scarred. I'm like, am I sick? Like, what just came out of my dick? <laughs> Nothing's come out of there but pee before. <laughs> am I sick? And I was like, I should tell mom. And then I was like, no, I can't tell her. So I just grabbed a random sock and cleaned it up. And, yeah. I feel like this is the Lord punishing me. Yeah. And the whole teddy bear, there's another story to it. And you're like, from now on, this dick's for Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You just throw away Joe Bear. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jolie Bear. Jolie Bear. (laughs) Oh my god, that's funny. I've heard a lot of funny stories from guys about the first time they ejaculated or whatever, and they're like, And then once I really found out that guys, wait, what was the there difference? There was a vagina from... and there was a wiener. I tried cutting a hole in the teddy bear, Ew. and it just didn't work. I was like, this stuffing doesn't feel good. It's just like crispy, weird yeah, stuffing. <laughs> You're like, damn, my dick dry as fuck. <laughs> I would get scarred, like, like I'd get little cuts on my wiener too if I did it too much with because I didn't use lotion or anything. Oh, and it would fucking hurt You're so just... bad. But then I'd like, Dry I, oh, it. Ain't, I didn't care how bad it hurt if I really wanted to get my nut. I'd be sitting there. Ew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, oh, man, You're what like, was I doing? Fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, is it So, what was it like the first time you got a boner? You're like, whoa, what is happening? Well, I was, like, pulling my wiener tight, and I was like, well, I don't have to pull it tight no more. <laughs> Did you already know that boners were a thing? Like, I've seen all the porn magazines, but I didn't, like, realize what was going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so different for girls, because we don't have boners and stuff. We yeah. don't... We don't know. We don't, yeah, it's just different. Doesn't those little symbols on the blanket look like the female reproductive system? Andrew's talking about a blanket sitting across the room. It does look a little bit like an ovary. That's what, yeah, ovary. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about that the whole podcast. About how that looks like an ovary? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That was a perfect time to bring it up. <laughs> it looks like, um, you're thinking of it because we were talking about Big Mouth, and at the end of the Big Mouth opener, he like flicks the ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what that looks like. It looks like the ovary thing that he flicks. <laughs> oh my god, that's too good. What did you think it? Did you think it would be crazy to actually go down on a girl? Then we were like, "That's nasty." 
I hope she doesn't listen to this, but the first girl I went down on, it was fucking disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I got my head, like, halfway down there, and I'm like, I don't know what a vagina's supposed to smell like, but this doesn't smell good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you're like, I'm, I was like, you're this like... is my first time I'm going to fucking push through it, so I just went down there, and... Ew. Ew, yeah. What, did yeah. she always just smell bad? Or is it just that one time? I think it was just her hygiene. I'm pretty sure it was her hygiene. Did you guys ever do it, like, right out of the shower? Or just... I never went... Like, after that time, I never went down her again. <gasps> yeah, really? I was down there for, like, maybe 15 seconds. I was like, I ain't doing this no more. You couldn't do it? Did you tell nope. her that? Or did you just, like... Nope, just came back up and stuck my wiener in. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, this shit's for the birds, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have Eat there, yourself out. <laughs> have there been girls since that you're like, oh, this is not that bad? You don't yeah. like it. No, there's been times where I'm like, holy fuck, this is good. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't know how weird it would be on podcast. There was this guy that I dated. We were together a while. And I, I have a podcast. I have like a mole down there, but it's not... It's, like, on the outside, first of all. It's not gross. But I've had it my whole life, so I don't know. And one time we were drunk, like, a year into dating. And I was like, you never go down on me. And he was like, yeah, your mole grosses me out. And I was like, oh. What a douche. <laughs> oh, it broke my heart. I was just like, oh, my God. And, like, the next week I went to get it removed. And it didn't work. <laughs> like the removal didn't work and I was just so mortified and then I was just talking to someone recently that I dated and he was like it's pretty it's not like ugly or anything it's just like there he was like it just kind of took me by surprise the first time and now I'm like mega self-conscious about it huh it's not gross though like I don't, it's funny because when you have something your whole life you don't even realize you just you don't think about it anymore yeah Dude, I remember the first time, like I said, the first time a guy wanted me to give him a blowjob, I was like, you want me to put that thing in my mouth? How am I going to breathe? How am I going to breathe? And then I was like, I'm choking, and this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, this sucks. I straight up told him that, too. I was like, I don't know, like, who you've been hanging out with, but, like, no one wants to do that. <laughs> you ever had guys brag about their performance? And then it was shit. Seventy percent of the guys I've been with, that if honestly, if they're bragging about it, then I'm like, I'm like, dude, whatever. <laughs> Any guy that brags about it, doubtful. There was this one girl, and she used to brag about how she gave the best head or whatever, and it was the worst shit ever. It was. I thought she was gonna bite my wiener off. <laughs> it was terrible. I would never brag about that. Like, unless I had been dating someone for a long time and I just wanted to work him up. We had already banged. I'd just be like, oh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna give you the best blowjob. You know, I don't know. Be silly, but no. <laughs> I would never brag, but I've had guys brag and I'm like, alright, yeah, this... Yeah, you're probably terrible. It's weird to brag about that. Unless you've... Like, before you've done anything. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Also, I was talking to someone the other day. Okay, so say 
Are there ever times when you assume you're going to have sex with a girl because she did something? Let me give you an example. So if I'm dating someone, we've gone on a date or two, whatever, or maybe we haven't even gone on a date. Let's say it's our first date and I let him pick me up from my house and he drops me off and then I say I want to hang out with him longer, but I don't want to have sex. Mm-hmm. I will not invite him inside and decide not to hang out with him longer because I think that if I ask him inside, he thinks we're going to have sex and then I don't want to deal with that. What time is it though? <laughs> I don't know. Any time. Quite literally any time. I would avoid that. There have been so many times when I've avoided hanging out with someone further, like inside at his house, at my house, in certain situations, because I'm not ready to have sex, but I'm been like, well, if I do this, they think that we're going to hook up. My mindset, if I go over to a girl's house, is like, hopefully we bang. Because <laughs> sex is fucking great, but... Like, hopefully we bang, but if we don't, she's not, we're not really vibing in that way, then whatever. Let's go home. Not, like, out of spite or out of, like, an anger. Just like, okay, well, we're done hanging out. No worries. Hang out again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, I've had guys... I hate it when... What I hate is if you've been... if. Okay, this is what I have a hard time with. Say, say you started making out, right? And mm. then things get hot and heavy and he tries to take off your pants. And then you say, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to have sex. Right? So then you try and redirect. You're like, all right, let's chat. Let's go back to hanging out. And at this point, you've said, I don't want to have sex. Right? Mm. And then he starts making out with you again and then acts like you're just a big fucking tease because you don't want to have sex. It's like, I already said I don't want to have sex. And I don't mind making out. So that's the hard part for me. It's like, I'll make out with you all day, dude. I don't care. I love making out. Making out's my fucking favorite. <laughs> I've done that before. It's where we're making out and then I'll try and make another move. And she just says, I'm not, I don't want to have sex yet. And then it's weird because sometimes you'll start making out again and you're like, mm, I'm not really sure if it was just too soon or not. So you try and make another move and they're all about it or they're not. Yeah. And if they're not about it the second time, then that's when I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what's hard though. Cause I think you should just, I think I should just take no the first time. Well, it's just like in the moment. It's not like I'm going to push you to have sex, you know? That's it's what like, it oh, sometimes like, it was what it feels like. Oh, that's for me. That's you're just in is. the moment and, yeah, no, no, yeah. it's like, yeah, everybody knows what it's like. Yeah, but you're not. Y'all think, know. But you're not thinking like, oh, if I try this way, I, she'll bang. You're just in the moment. Yeah, I touched her vagina before, maybe if I touch her butthole this time. Oh, know? I've also had. Oh my god, I had a guy say one time, which I 100% think he's a douchebag for saying this. <laughs> we were completely naked. We like done some finger stuff. And then he tries to have sex, and I was like, oh, no, I don't want to. Hmm. And he goes, what's the difference? What do you mean? Like, as in, there's no difference in, uh, in there, as in, the, there's no difference in him fingering me versus him putting his dick inside me. And I was oh, like, okay. dude, that's a huge difference. First of all, your fingers don't have STDs. Second of <laughs> all... <laughs> 
Second of all, like, I get... Both of us have the right to consent or not consent at any point. Yeah. That you don't need to sit here and make an argument whether what the difference is. There's no difference. Yeah, I was super irritated. I was like, fuck you. He's like, well, a part of my body was already inside of you, so I should just... That means I have the right to put my dick inside of you. Yeah, why don't you stick your toes inside me while you're at it? (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, there's no difference. Wiggle, wiggle. (laughs) (laughs) This little bee went to the market. (laughs) Wiggle, wiggle. (laughs) I'm going to tickle a bean with my big toe. Ew. Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up because I'm getting drunk. And I have to I'm pee. getting sober. <laughs> <laughs> I have for you another beer. You I know. Want I wanted to go to the store real quick. So. Oh, what do you want to the store? Oh. The tobacco. The wacky tobacco. The wacky tobacco. Because I know once I get drunk again, I'm going to want some. Okay, so. If you'd like to follow Tonto on Instagram. T-O-N-T-O underscore 32 don't judge us because we talked about sex <laughs> either dude you're my person though i can talk to you about anything oh dude i know i don't oh i thought about that one time i thought when i thought about podcasting with you i thought would people think it weird that it, think it's weird that i'm talking about sex with my brother but it's like i should of anyone i should be able to talk to about sex like dude, i should be real. i should be able to talk to you about anything and i have i've called you up been like bro Oh my god. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're not going to that one yet. No, we won't get, we won't get into it. But I've told you extremely intimate details about my sex life because I've been like, um, I'm freaking out. <laughs> that one time you called me about that, I was like, half, <coughs> I was half awake and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Was that when you were with Brooke? Yeah. When she was listening? I don't know if she's listening. She's listening to everything. Yeah, well. Dirty bitch. Also. I hope you're listening to this too. I fucking hate you. Shut up. I've also been trying to find a casual, cool, and collective way to tell people to go rate and review my podcast. How would you suggest? Like, what do you... I need people to go rate and review it because then it makes it higher on the chart, on the iTunes chart. So, well, let's it... put it this way. If you don't do it, you're a douchebag. Just remember that when you don't do it. If you do, do it. If you listen to this whole podcast, here we are, an hour and a half in. <laughs> if you listened to an hour and a half podcast and don't even have 30 seconds to go give me a rating or a view, you're an ice queen. Like, yeah. I, I would do it for Thanks you. Thanks for listening, but go fuck yourself for not leaving yeah. a 10-second review. I'm glad I entertained you for the last nearly yeah. two hours. The least you could do is go That's get like me. watching a movie and not having an opinion about it. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have an opinion. You're going to go sit in the movie for two hours, and then you're going to go tell your friend what you think about it. Yeah. So instead of telling your friend what you think about my podcast, although you should do that too, share the podcast, hit the share button, share it with your best friend, and then after you do that, give me a rating and review. Because that's just what you do. If you hate it, then tell me that too. Tell yeah. me that too. I need feedback. And if you think one of us are if you stupid think, yeah. or ugly or whatever kind of negative comment, 
message us because we love to be roasted. You ain't going to tell us <laughs> nothing we haven't heard before. Yeah. If you hate Tonto's stash, let him know. Slide into them DMs. And then I'll, I have tickets for mustache rides. You're going to have to take a number and wait. Yeah. People, DMV status. Shit's going to take a really long time. If you'd like to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Norma Jean, C-C-N-O-R-M-A-J-E-A-N-C-C. Give me a follow. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And if you're still listening, it's Tonto underscore 32 for my IG. And oh, yeah, he's my also got a Snapchat. Snapchat is Bratton, B-R-A-T-T-E-N. One six, get at me, at me, yo. And you've been listening to Confidential Chaos. Confidential Sexual Chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by My Living Room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, in the law and order. (laughs) 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 All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Later.